the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308. 308- 8867. That's 308 8867 or toll free at 866 308 8867. And now, live from Milberger's Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bolverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. And welcome to Milberger's Garden in South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer. We're live at a, on a brisk Saturday afternoon. Where are, your, where are your shorts, Milton? And short sleeve shorts. Yeah, I, uh, come on, Milton. But it's uh, I depend on you. It's we got to figure out a way after all these years <laughs> on cool days like this to do the show in the sun. <laughs> the difference between the sun and the shade is uh, tremendous. Oh yeah. But because uh, it feels great in the sun, you barely notice the coolness. On the porch where it's shady, you begin to notice it. Look at the flags. They're not moving. Straight down. Yeah. Well, we want you to give us a call and be a part of today's show at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. And toll free, it's 866-308-8867. And we have Christmas pumpkins now on sale. What? The Christmas pumpkins are now on sale for a dollar each. <laughs> I have seen, since I have been here at 11 o'clock, I have seen... About 40 pumpkins walk out, and that was just two people. So they're, all the pumpkins are here at Millburgers are on sale for a dollar each. So I'm, What? Yeah. A dollar each? Yeah. I don't know what I'd do with one, but, uh, but I guess uh, I was asking. Well, you can make pumpkin pie for Thanksgiving. Yeah, you can do that. You can decorate for the holidays. Well, you know what a lot of people are doing in my neighborhood. What are they doing? Are they feeding the deer? Feeding the deer, yeah. Yeah. Now, some of them like like to aggravate the deer, so they put out the whole pumpkin out there. (laughs) And the deer seem to eventually get it apart. Yeah, they can hit it with their paw, not paws, uh, at a... Foot, uh, Not hooves. Yeah, the aren't they hooves? Uh, no, hooves. You're, you're running uh, out of uh, cattle. Their butt. They can hit it with their butt. <laughs> their tail. <laughs> Pass. They're, well, their their feet. They break it up. But. Things, things, things you find. Things you do with a deer. Things, parts of parts of a deer. Pass. You run out of parts. There's there's their nose. Their antlers. Their their. They're not hooves. Well, they don't have hooves. Uh uh-uh. uh because cattle have There's hooves. And they, oh. I think they have to be uh, how hollow to be a hoof. Okay, let me find out. <laughs> Do deer have... Oh, Calvin's going to ask his phone. <laughs> See if, uh, but anyway, uh, as, as you look across the, the deal, of course, uh-huh. you see all those beautiful 
pansies out there. Yes. <laughs> but if you look on the far... Deer feet or hooves yeah. are anatomical wonders. Yeah. Oh, we have the same website. Whether simply running, chasing other deer, or evading danger, muscular hind legs propel their movements. But hooves make it all possible. Huh. Yeah. Okay. So they're breaking them with the hooves? <laughs> anyway, I want you to look across the, the flowers here on the right, right side. Uh-huh. The far, on the far bench, on the end. All the yellow and oranges and the... And uh, see that purple? Oh, no, I don't see the purple. On the end of the... Oh, but you're, you're, it's not quite the end. It's the second to the, second to the end? Right, right. Oh, is that is that the Laura Bush? Yes. Oh, wow. Got a flat of about a flat and a half of two of a Laura Bush's left. All blooming. All in full bloom. Yeah. I, f- I finally have a, one of mine blooming now. Is that right? Mine's not blooming yet, but I think it's a sun issue. Yeah. Well, it'll, it'll bloom yet later. Okay. It's getting established. Oh, okay. <laughs> But anyway, that'll be the last of them once they're gone. And uh, people will buy them not even knowing what they are well, now they, that they're blooming. They kind of crossed the line. Mine kind of crossed the line. Some did not hmm. respond. We talked about this last time about the, you know, they're relatively big plants, a lot of foliage. And even though the the rooting root system was good, it still was a challenge. Yeah. So a few of them died, but then the others kind of suddenly the 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 roots took charge, and now they're growing, and even some are blooming now. Oh yeah. But uh, do you know hippopotamuses have hooves? Hippopotamus have hooves? Uh, did, I'm sorry, to I'm sorry got him started on No, that. it's just interesting. Sorry. <laughs> Deer, giraffe. Did you did you know, though, the thing that fascinates me about hippopotamus is that yeah. they are the most dangerous in terms of uh, uh, killing humans. They they're are. The no, they, they, the they're cute. They lure you in. They're kind of like, <laughs> They I'm, look a, hi- I'm a hippo. Oh, I'm so cute. Come here. A little closer. A little closer. And then they pounce. But they oh, don't, you, they don't they, eat not flesh, do they? They no. just no. stomp them. I think they stomp you. Well, they, they, <laughs> they they'll, even, they'll even... Uh, I've been in uh, tour boats. Oh, they'll oh. have them hit, uh, attack the boats. Oh, oh man. no. Yeah. So can you appease them? Can you throw your wallet over? And yeah. just kinda... <laughs> they're uh, they're kind of unpredictable. Ah. The, the guides have, especially if you're in a canoe type thing. Oh, uh, yeah. The guides kind of suggest you, you know, go around them. Huh? Or if they've had some experience with this particular group, <laughs> they, they try to avoid that group. I won't even go out like in a canoe, like on you know Canyon Lake because of that. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, you don't know where those hippos are. They could be anywhere. I don't. Know. I bet you there have been hippo sightings at Canyon Lake. <laughs> Dennis, look on that. See, if I, you... I see. I saw them on Tarzan. Yeah. When, I don't know if you've seen the new Tarzan. I but, have not. Uh, Jane had uh, when Jane jumped overboard. Uh, they were capturing her. 
and she had to swim right through the hippopotamus. Oh, that's well, And then they quick around the wreck, got out of the water, so they got out of the water. The hippos did? No, the Jane, Jane did. Jane. Okay. Got to be clear. Oh, I, I would have thought that the hippos would have allied themselves. In the old days, the Tarzan. Yeah, they would have allied All them. the wild animals. Except selected. Yeah, because Tarzan spoke to the animals and stuff. There you go. Or something. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah he had, called he them. He was relationships with them, for yeah. sure. <laughs> <laughs> How did well, we get off you know, on this? But you know what the thing is? See, <laughs> see, you say that, but go back to your other comment about the world's most dangerous land animal. Hippos aren't going to, you know, they're not going to put up with Tarzan. Uh, like, okay, lions, <laughs> tigers, bears, all that's fine. You want to talk to Tarzan? We're hippos. We do our own thing. <laughs> okay. Okay. I, I, you know, he does resemble a hippo. Uh, oh, <laughs> I'll, I'll actually. I'll, Keep I'll, it up. Keep it up. I'll now. take that compliment. Hippos are good-looking animals. Yeah, they're cute and friendly-looking. They are kind of cute. That's how they get you. Well, <laughs> they, the, the ones at the zoo were just mostly stinky, weren't they? <laughs> Wait a minute. They had uh, some bad habits. Yeah, okay. um, uh, they, getting they, back they, to horticulture. Uh, who wants to get back to horticulture? <laughs> well, uh, if, if, when he is talking that's, that's right. like yeah. that, it's different. When we were See, if you, if you had brought up the fact that sparrows had hooves, yeah. oh, he'd be all over that. <laughs> talk, talk, talk. Okay, as get I, it back to horticulture. As, you, as I was walking in yes, today, I looked at the uh, mayor was out there, uh, I guess, watering the uh, butterfly garden. A lot of things still in bloom, and I was looking at that uh, uh, butterfly vine uh, on the, on the trellis there. Yeah, it's and you notice the blooms. The blooms are fake. There's not yeah, as, many, not as blooms. many blooms as last week. But you know what is on there? Oh, the seed pods. pods. Seed pods. Oh, okay. And there's several perfect little butterfly oh, seed pods. Oh, you need to bring one up. Yeah. Well, well you, I couldn't reach it. was at the top of the trail, uh, the uh, arbor. Well, well just and give Mary a boost. If, if you want to see more than seed pods, yeah. there's also monarch caterpillars and queen ca- caterpillars out on there on the, on the uh, milkweed that's in there. Oh, out in the butterfly garden. Yeah, okay. which uh, I was a little surprised. I expected the all the caterpillars to be queens, but they were actually... Uh, uh, there are actually monarchs out there too. So we're good. So uh, got a lot of, of course, a lot of pansies and everything for sale. And uh, I saw everybody walking out had some of those cyclamen. Uh, what is that right in that wagon? Oh, I don't those know. Those are spinaches. Is that spinach? All right. Calvin's captured his spinach. I got stevia. Did you see that? Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Uh-huh. But that's that's good-looking spinach. No, oh, you don't care about stevia. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we have spinach. Where's Trace? We need Trace. <laughs> Trace, please come to the patio. Trace, please come to the patio. He may have. I don't know if he has any left after I bought all Oh, you there. bought a lot. What? No, he's got... He's got but anyway... I, I'm, I suspect he's got even more than the... Than the five or six flats that are out there still. Yeah, and now, now that it's turned cool, I'm sure the uh, 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 producers, the bedding plant growers, will have more and more spinach available. Probably all the way through <laughs> January, February. <laughs> well, let's let's put out the uh, call too to our listeners. Um, I 
went ahead and planted more sweet peas. Yeah. I, but uh, now I had my reseeded sweet peas came up three weeks ago. All right. But the ones I've planted have not come up. And so I've been I've been getting new packets and planting new ones. <laughs> what did what did come up were the also the English peas. Oh, good. So they came up. Uh, I'm not having. I have some carrots coming up, but not a lot. Radishes are coming up, but uh, beets aren't, and Crawford lettuce isn't. Uh, and let's see. Is that your phone that made that noise? Now, see, Trace has got on his coat. Yep, Trace is a smart man. Trace has to go in and out. I was telling him, I thought, we need to figure out how to do the show from the sun. Because in the sun, you barely notice it. On the porch, it's cold, but it's not too bad. Dress in layers, Milton. Dress in layers. (laughs) Cherry was telling us there's some uh, reddish plants over there blooming. You're talking about the purplish plants? Yeah, is that purplish? You call that... Purple. Are we talking about the Laura Bush? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's purple. It's purple. Okay, is the is it? The, I do. The, is it the uh, last row back there? The yeah, right. Oh, okay. Wonder what this is. It's got a real, a tra- another attractive. Oh, that looks like maybe dianthus or stock. So. Oh, maybe stock. No, stock is all over by the. We put it by the entrance to the building. Uh, that I way. can't see what the bloom looks like. That way, the fragrance would permeate. Oh, I guess the dianthus. Oh, yeah, is that's a great fragrance. Yeah, when I when I walked in and I was looking at the Laura Bush, uh, of course they're right by the uh, uh, faceless pansies, yellow, and I had a fragrance. Clear pansy, clear, huh? Clear face pansy, <laughs> not faceless. <laughs> well, they don't have a face. Well, you, you would. Do you not like them? Do you, I, mean, oh, I love them. Oh, that's, yeah. Uh, that's, that's what, what I, I used thought. To, that then you. And they're the think, more. Figure out a positive thing <laughs> to say about them. The faceless pansies are more fragrant than the faced pansies. I can't smell them. Yeah, I can't. Well, <laughs> Jerry lingers on those fragrances that, that if they exist, well, they some things exist. I agree with him on. Some things I don't. Yeah. This is what I don't. But none of y'all believe white cyclamen smells better than the others. So. And I, I haven't really tasted uh, done a smell test, a sniff test. <laughs> I, I was, oh, go ahead, go ahead, Jerry, and I'll tell him about my what I've discovered. That's a stevia. I figured you got that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, as I was walking in, I saw those uh, alyssums there, the and the white ones, and they have a fragrance Can too. You smell them? Yeah. Well, that one's built into the name, sweet alyssum. Sweet alyssum. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Okay, and now's the perfect time to plant them. It likes I think cooler go, temperatures. I'm thinking they'll go through a pretty hard freeze. Well, I've heard 20 degrees. Okay. They're, I wouldn't doubt that. They're also a, a good butterfly plant. Listen. In the winter? Butterflies in San, <laughs> butterflies in San Antonio fly 12 months out of the year. Oh, okay. Yes, in the winter. That's why we, <laughs> that's we, why we worry about... Uh, Replacing the zinnias and the That's why I have butterflies on my windshield every month of the year. Oh, that's just sad now. (laughs) And when I came in, I noticed immediately that the Thanksgiving and Christmas pumpkins were already on sale. Yes. There you go, 50%. What? No, the pumpkins. They're about just a dollar. Dollar dollar each. I was talking about the I'm telling you, by the time we finish this show tomorrow, there will be no more pumpkins. You should have seen his reaction, Trace. 
He's trying to figure out what he, he's going to do. I with, know. What would I do? one pumpkin. Well, and I saw somebody just walk out here. There were go, two people that bought them, and they both had baskets full of pumpkins. Go I mean, to deer 40. country? That's or, what Cherry said. cow country. Calvin said. And, yeah. Oh, uh, cows like pumpkins? Cows like pumpkins. Okay. <laughs> and the deer? Yep. Those who feed the deer, that'd be a special be a Halloween treat, treat for the deer. Cheap, cheap treat. A what now? A cheap treat. Yes. For a dollar, <laughs> sure would. Yep. A healthy treat. We bought, a, eat it we bought a herding ball for our dog. I'm wondering if I should cancel the order and just get one of the dollar pumpkins. <laughs> cheaper than the herding ball. Yeah, that could be a mess, though. Okay. All right. <laughs> Thank you, Trace. I wonder if that eating that pumpkin uh, messes the flavor of the deer meat up. You know, Thanksgiving's coming up. The deer season is coming up. Or is it already since open? He, since he went there, uh, we we do we do have uh, eight uh, sets of uh, antlers left. All right, oh, okay. People bought so the heck out of those. We, we, we put them out for Halloween, but um, you know, a very ambitious person <laughs> could buy these and then resell them on the internet for probably twice what they pay for. Oh, them. wow! All right, ambitious people get here quickly. Or they could, if you're not ambitious, take your time. <laughs> they could rub them together. You know, like the uh, like the oh, uh, to attract other deer, call deer. Oh, okay, or attract deer. Like well, they're still attached to the skull, so that'd be a little hard to do. They're still what? <laughs> they're still attached to the skull. Oh, okay, yeah. So you'd have to buy two <laughs> or a hacksaw. Yeah. And you know, I know why it's called. I know it's fall. They're putting up the little oh, yeah. deals on the on, over the plants so, so they can the give plants. them protection. It's, it's so much nicer to do it when the weather is nice uh, than <laughs> yeah. when you're in a hurry. And, um, oh yeah, then well, you don't do it quite right, and yeah. everybody suffers. Yeah, it's also it's also a good lesson for the for our gardeners out there yeah. too, just to be. And I, and I try to do that, and I mention in the articles, and then we try to mention here on the radio to just alert people that. That cold could show up almost any time oh, with yeah. not much notice. And the plants yeah. are most susceptible right now the, yeah. when they're not hardened off, especially those citrus. And here, down in this, I think we're in a little hollow, it gets colder. It does. So, uh, and the, they've got, they you got the help putting those uh, uh, circular beam uh PVC pipes mm-hmm. yeah, over that to you, put the uh, you know how cloth many, on. You know how many years it took me to come up with that? How many years? Yeah. <laughs> well, you've been in the business for a while, so 20 years. Uh, I'll say uh, 20 years ago I probably came up with the original <laughs> plan, maybe uh. a little longer than that. But the tables were different. Oh. Uh, so when I got here 10 years ago, I, it took me a Two or three years to just to figure out how and what I could use. Yeah. Well, you got the. We uh, improvise. Mm-hmm. And, and I think it works met. really well. So we got the little PVC clamps yeah. screwed to the tables, and you stick all those PVCs are 11 and a half feet. That way they all match up. <laughs> um, and we put we cut the cloth to be bigger so that they can fold the ends like a Christmas package. There you go. And let's see, we used. Two-inch binder clips. So we go every year. We got to go to Office Depot or whatever. Yeah. Buy two-inch binder clips, 
uh, to replace the ones that are rusted out. But <laughs> that actually clips the cloth right over the PVC. It's the perfect okay. size, and it'll hold it through most of the wind. That's a good idea. Well, the, the yeah. tables are metal, aren't they? They are. So you have to... They're not wooden, so you have to use, I guess, metal screws. They're they're self-tapping sheet metal screws. But they stay in there all season. They do. Just like these these, uh, helpers are uh, putting putting the PVC pipe through the uh, circles that are already there. Now, for gardeners that are listeners that want to be prepared for the cold weather, we got a lot of good uh, write-ups in PlantAnswers.com on the. Yeah. On so the, the frost blanket yeah. should, should be in this week. Oh, good. Yeah, let's take a break and we'll come back. We'll talk about preparing right now for a cold weather because I think, I think we're kind it's of going to happen. It's yeah, just a matter well, of when. It's and already how prepared. It, are you going to be? It's already happened because Milton's not wearing shorts. Today. No, it's the true sign. <laughs> and Calvin will start. And Calvin bought spinach. So, all right, we're going to take a break and come back. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas with uh, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Fish. Trace will join us in a second. And back after this on 9:30 a.m. The answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Garden in South Texas on 930 AM. The answer, we're going to talk about frost protection and stuff in just a moment. But for home protection, those little bugs, they went inside your house. Those rats and rodents, they went inside your house. Those uh, possums, raccoons, they went inside your house. It's so sad they're pecking on my uh, I bet they glass are. back door. If you don't want them in your house, not unlike some well, people on this porch. It's sad. I know you let them in. You comfort those roaches. <laughs> but some people don't want them. Give Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control a call. Warren Remy's been doing this since 1976 and uh, knows know all the methods, what the old timers used, what the new timers used, everything. So give him a call. He'll help you not only get rid of them, but make sure that your home is uh, safe from them coming back in as much as possible. He's at 210-656-3721, 210-656-3721. You can learn all about him at Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control at GoSpiderManPest.com, GoSpiderManPest.com. All right, 210-308-8867. All right, let's talk frost protection. Is that okay? Uh, hold on. I was just doing the math. He's been doing this 45 years. Yeah. He's doing this a long time. 45 years. Like, yeah. He, he's got to know his bugs. He, he knows his bugs. <laughs> he really does. People call. He see he will talk to me very casually. I mean, he's not bragging. He's just saying, like, if he's talking about, you know, roaches or something. Yeah, I got a call from this uh, other pest control company. They were having a problem, just couldn't solve it. So we just walked him through it and kind of said, what are you doing? What are you doing? And then we figured it out, and they, they treated it, and it's like, it's kind of the kind of his expertise and what a good guy he is. So what yeah. I like about Warren is he's got the good stuff too. Still, and the good he's stuff still got you, some of the good stuff. Yep. For those, Jerry wants his home to glow. There you go. For those those people that are not wimped out and 
Uh, I'm sure Jerry has some of that stuff in it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, in his, it's in his refrigerator. Right. Uh, <laughs> I, I, know, I know I still got some stuff. Okay. I ain't got nothing. All right. So you want to talk about frost protection or no? Or what you want to talk about? Uh, well, everybody needs to get prepared now. Figure out what you're going to do, how you're going to do it. Because it's so much nicer to be prepared when the weather's in the nice 60s and 70s than it is the night of when it's already 34, 35, and <laughs> yeah. you're doing it nippy. So I'm going to be doing my back porch this weekend. Hmm. Or this, this week, excuse me. And you, and you, know, you know what comes in with these cold fronts? Rain? Wind. And wind. Yeah. yeah. And when you get some of that cloth out there, that protective cloth we're talking about, and the wind blowing... And 30, 34 miles an hour. You got you got a problem. You got to be prepared, and you got to do it in advance. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah. uh, that's when it's work slick. If you've done it, if you've got it all measured out. Yeah, uh, we uh, we we talk about doing that for the cyclamen, but cyclamen's relatively easy because most of us planted and sheltered in the shade and in long rows yeah. or in small areas, so you can use some of the fabric. That we've got here at Millburgers, and and you can cover it. Some of them are some of the uh, like citrus in uh, whiskey barrels are a little tougher. You got to have. Well, we've yeah. already we've already got our blankets in. So oh some, wow, some that's of good. The, oh, some good. of those well, have the drawstring in them. Yeah, well, I was getting ready to ask. How many sizes have we got? Do you think you got three sizes with drawstring, and then one that's a big piece. It's like ten by twenty or something like that. Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, and that's, and tell uh, people of the advantage of the blankets, <laughs> the drawstring, the drawstring. <laughs> yeah. uh, they uh, they, they can be rained on. Yeah, so you can put them in the washer. Yeah, so uh, that's, that's another thing. If you if you cross all, I mean, I encourage you to buy more, but put it in the washer, see what see what it looks like, and uh, use that as a determination whether you need to buy more. Mm-hmm. But you got to do it now. Yep. And, it, and you don't want to over depend on the blanket either because it doesn't doesn't have a, a lot of uh, temperature. I, yeah, I, about four to five, th- three to five degrees temperature. Well, our, our average freeze is very short and yeah. uh, and not too deep. And if it, and with that that blanket cover, it deals with any drizzle or rain or yeah. anything that comes on. So that. That's a real advantage. And remember, it's not the freeze at night that kills a lot of plants. It's the thaw, quick thaw in the morning. When the sun comes out, if you got plastic on there, gets hot under there and thaws the once frozen plants out too mm. fast. Well, we, we get back to the Walt Disney yeah. thing. <laughs> now, plankton. They, 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 they knew how to freeze it, freezing, but they don't know how to thaw it. Okay. Generally, I think if you have a blanket and a blanket and a, a fabric or blanket kind of thing, material that you don't run into that, right? Because it, it cools off pretty quickly. Well, plants plants stay warm the same way we do. So layers, the more layers, yeah. and then you could be taking off layers as uh, as the temperature gets higher. Yeah. The, the other thing which we've talked about before on the uh, the heating sources. Mm-hmm. If you've got, uh, if yeah, you've got, no, forget those light, the Christmas lights we used to talk. Yeah, about. we used to talk about that, but they they don't, don't I don't make, even think they make the. It's all LED kind of stuff. Now. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. the problem. Poultry, uh, poultry uh, heating lamps work 
And I suggest Pretty going well. and buying those now because there will be a mad rush. Oh, yeah. When it's time. And mechanics lights work good, except you got to make sure you do, you replace the lead lights with uh, old-fashioned Oh, lights. yeah. Oh, now, they make mechanic lights with uh, uh, LEDs? Well, no? some, some do. Quite often they don't have any bulbs in there. Oh. So you get the, the mechanics light. Oh, yes. Okay. And then you, you, you want... Uh, uh, cord that you want to have that cord in, in place uh, so you can plug it in and it can go to all the you know, all the various citrus that you have mm-hmm. or whatever it is and then you and, and it surprises me but uh, quite often the are uh, the hardware stores and the auto dealer are, are aware of the fact that old-fashioned and the lead a lot of so you can usually find the, the heating oh, okay. lights at the same place you get the mechanics light. Yeah. So maybe this would be a good approach too. So today's high is 70, tomorrow's high is 73, Monday's high is 77. What's like three things that they can do between now and Monday? Figure out what needs to be covered or moved. Okay. Make sure that they have enough stuff to cover what they're going to cover. Okay. And how it's going to be secured, whether it be rocks or yeah. sod staples or, uh, in my case, I put the plastic on the, the back patio and uh, I buy six mil plastic and I stretch it out and then I use a staple gun. But you mm-hmm. can't just use a staple gun because it'll tear right through the plastic. Oh. So you have to put the staple over a piece of twine and then that the staple can't pull out. And uh, it holds it all together pretty good, even through the Wow, that's a neat trick. So what do you do? Uh, So you got a sheet of plastic and some wood behind it. Right. You take a piece of twine or nylon, you knot one end, and you put a staple over the top of it, like a horseshoe over the top of the twine. Okay. And as you're stretching out the plastic and the twine, you keep dropping more staples over the twine. And it secures the uh, plastic with the... that, that twine and it won't tear through the that's pretty cool the staple won't tear through the plastic we've okay. had some gardeners and I can't remember his name uh, but he he would build the same kind of structure that Milberger has out here over that kind of the tents yeah and he he had that, that almost the door like you're talking about so when he closed it when it was cold, and he opened it when the sun came out. Uh-huh. I, think, I think James talked about doing that at one point. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if he actually, actually accomplished uh, it. You say you do that on your patio? Yes. I got another clue that you can do. Another what? Another hint. Oh, another hint. All right. Put the plastic on the, over the window to your house on the patio. Uh, and staple it down like you're talking about. And then when it's going to get real cold, you can raise the window in the house and let the heat of the house heat the plants. And sometimes your wife will stay in uh, there. Yeah. <laughs> I did that with our bathroom. You won't, you won't want to use that bathroom, milk. Uh, no, I bet not. <laughs> I did that with a bathroom. It worked like a charm. Mm-hmm. But uh, for some reason, I only got to do that one year. Seems like it let too much cold in. Oh, uh, okay. I, w- I would have. Cold in or heat out. You were, you, you, were, you, were, you were like Edison, just trying different things. I, I know it. 
Yeah. And they, they didn't appreciate. They don't understand you. They didn't appreciate me trying to take care of my satsuma. Your your genius was unappreciated in your time. I don't know, uh. but I saved the satsumas. Oh, good. Okay. That time, which at uh, <laughs> the bathroom froze, the pipes burst, but you know, the satsuma it was okay. <laughs> And remember, yes. Remember, we're talking about uh, a, a short duration freeze, hard freeze, with this uh, those lights, uh, mechanic lights. But if it's going to be down twenty or below, you better get a little heater in there that puts out more heat than those lights. I know when we first started. Recommending uh, Christmas light, people would call in after an extremely hard freeze and says, "Hey, my free my tree froze, my tree froze. I put the lights like you said in there, and it, it still froze." I said, "I tell you what, you need to do rather than trying to explain it to." Hmm. I said, "You go out there and sit by your." Uh, satsuma tree with those light bulbs burning and see how cold it gets in there. When it gets so cold you can't stand it, you need to put more supplemental heat in there. So they thought, put the light bulbs in there. I thought he was going for body heat. No, no, yeah, I know. He's going to wrap themselves. He's going to hug the trees. (laughs) Yeah, get naked and hug, hug the tree. Uh, good compromises, I think, are those uh, poultry heating lamps. Yeah, they yeah. put out a lot. They of, put out more heat. heat, and they're and they're safe and they're uh, easy well, to use. So we have three of those scattered throughout underneath my my patio. The only drawback is my wife lowers them to the plants, and I always hit my head. Oh. <laughs> what do they do? Well, so it's those the lights you're talking about, and. Uh, so, but my wife hangs them closer to the plants because heat rises. Oh yeah. So I inevitably will always hit my head on one. Oh no. <laughs> hmm. Yeah. She's got all those plumeria we try to protect. <laughs> yeah, you want to put those uh, lights like that that uh, give out. You want to protect the base of the tree because all, uh, like especially citrus, uh, all the citrus that are being sold now are grafted. Yeah, are the lemons grafted? I think so. All right, so the answer is mostly. Mostly. <laughs> there, there are uh, some lemons and limes that are still done by seed, but... Uh, yeah. Well, that, that makes sense, too, because the heat rises, so you get kind of a double bang. For, yeah. You get that initial, most powerful heating at low, and then the remnant goes up, and so you, you get a, a pretty good... Uh, Results. Yeah, uh, the basic thing is, if they're grafted, you want to protect that uh, sign, which is above the graft, uh, from freeze. The whole tree, the top of the tree can freeze, but if that sign uh, remains, that wood, good wood of, uh, of the satsuma or whatever you're protecting, uh, it'll regrow. Trace, what do we have at the nursery now for folks that are thinking that they want to work like you you and Milton mentioned or Milton did the three day thing what have you got all the supplies they'll need there no not yet so the uh, 
the green stuff's here, so that's uh, the one with the drawstrings and all that. But the white is supposed to come in this week. Okay, and we don't have we don't have the heating sources here. Uh, no, no, never. Okay, so they might they, hardware store, yeah, auto, uh, sure, the, yeah, the auto, auto drop store. light. They work good. I think my wife found some of the bulbs at Walmart. Oh, okay. So we we use the same heating element every time. It just changes, buys new bulbs. Yeah. Are you completely out of stock? I no. Don't, you got stock. It's right there by the door. Okay. That way you people got, can smell yeah. it on the way in. You took it off the sales line. No, we added it to the other group. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. But you also added figs. Yes, we did. There you go. And you got Italian black, Italian honey, Celeste, and LSU purple. And I think there's a couple other ones too, but those are the ones when I was walking. I, I yeah, saw the names. I wonder if you didn't have didn't have brown turkey. Pro- pro- every, probably, but everybody had. When I was turkey. proofing proofing the ad, those are the ones that popped out. Okay, well, LSU purple, Milton. LSU stands for Louisiana State. I understand what LSU. Oh, okay. I didn't know they they named them after schools. <laughs> yeah, they they developed that. Uh, and, you guys and you had all that time, and you didn't name it. You know the. Um, I wasn't at LSU. <laughs> no, but you didn't name it the A and M Maroon. Uh, no, Poppy. It, it, it is. Perfect. You tried to rename Celeste that because it's it's pretty really? close. Yeah. But uh, Greg Grant introduced me to LSU Purple when he was over there for a short time. Okay. Working on his Ph.D. But for uh, LSU fans, they're, the uh, Violas sort of have an LSU look to them. They've got the uh, yeah. the yellow and purple. But there's so also... We'll, we'll do that. I'd rather, <laughs> I'd rather do them than uh, the Lakers. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Let's see. What are, the, what are the LSU colors? Purple and what? Yellow. Yeah. Yellow? Gold. There is a yellow LSU. There's a LSU yellow. We don't, we don't have that. <laughs> they, they just take everything. <laughs> well, you know, for school colors. All right, 210-308-8867. Guess what? We need to take a break and come back in a moment. 210-308-8867. Give us a call. Be a part of the show. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Right after this on Millburgers Gardening South Texas, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery, home of the $1 pumpkin while they last. Hurry, get over here. Help Trace out. Get some pumpkins. Empanadas, cows, and deer. Okay. Back in a moment on 930 AM, The Answer. And that's uh, Al's doing all-time songs today to remind you to uh, make sure that you know that tomorrow's daylight savings time, or tonight is. Wait, no, tomorrow morning, 2 o'clock, and you set your clocks back an hour. So at 2 o'clock, you push them to 1. That's when is that? Tonight. 2 a.m. It's tonight? Um, so it's, it's this Sunday morning. Okay. Okay. Sunday so morning we'll at 2. put it back to 10, 2 o'clock? To, no, when it's at 2... You put you put it back to one. Is yeah, that, my yeah. Is right. Well, most, most of us just when you go to bed, you just put it back. Okay. Is that not against the law? I no. thought that was against the law. No. 
That's okay now. You had to work the two. <laughs> you can do it right now. No, you can, just you, the, if you want to. If you want to be the, uh, the official time, yeah. doesn't be implemented. Hey, uh, through AM. Remind you too, if uh, you can uh, get everything that you need to enjoy. We talk about wildlife and monarchs and and birds. We were talking about that earlier. Uh, Wild Birds Unlimited at Hebner and Northwest Military is the place to go to get everything that you need to have a great experience with nature in your own backyard. We are so lucky here in San Antonio. There's so many species that migrate through. Wild Birds Unlimited at Northwest Military and Hebner Road will be your friend, your ally, in making sure that you attract the right birds with the right feed so you can enjoy all those. So go over there to to Kyle and Keith and everybody. Bill's probably over there at Wild Birds Unlimited. It's uh, again it's Northwest Military and Hebner Road, and you will uh, can call them too to get directions. But they're open right now. Two one zero four seven nine Bird. Two one zero four seven nine B I R D for Wild Birds Unlimited. All righty, we have Laura on the line. She's got a question, I think, about spinach. Hi, Laura. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Yeah, I'm doing fine. I want to thank you for reminding me about the change of time in tonight. Oh, anyway. that's Al, Al smiling ear to ear because he said, we got to do this and remind people. Yeah, so, yes. yeah that's right. I'm, I'm calling to see if you have spinach plants for sale, the flat leaf, preferably. We, uh, I know we have spinach plants. Calvin is helping somebody. I don't know which varieties. Um, I, I don't know if they're, uh, they're, most of the time they're semi-savoy. In other words, okay. have the little bumps on them. Yeah, I'll flat take whatever I'll take whatever you've got, really. But I just there you go. Flat <laughs> okay, that's you the do. attitude we're looking for. Yeah, yeah but you do have we, something. You just, okay. just got them in, yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. And Calvin, uh, we thought Calvin had depleted the supply, but uh, Calvin bought twenty-four of them. <laughs> Oh, they, wow. Okay, I better rush on over there then. <laughs> yeah, come on over here quickly. <laughs> yeah, I got okay. plenty left. Thank you ever okay. so much. Bye. Thank you, Laura. We won't, we won't, I was going to ask her what else she's growing, but she's <laughs> running to the car right now. So, And, Laura, if you need more pumpkins, if you're looking for pumpkins, <laughs> oh, we yeah, got dollar the dollar pumpkins. Dollar pumpkins, yeah, okay. I'll you're going to get one? A couple, couple of those, yeah. All right. Yeah. Laura, wave okay. at us when you come by, uh, okay? Okay, we'll do. We'll do. Thank okay. you. Thank you. And wave Bye-bye. with your whole hand, right? I guess so. What does it matter? Well, Calvin had some people wave at him, but oh, uh, they just use the, the, uh, the whole hand, just a, par- a portion of it. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867, and toll free, it's 866-308-8867. Speaking of spinach, uh I just looked at uh, Calvin Supply here yeah. to see what the tag was, and uh, they've got an Ashley tag in it. Oh, that's good. That's good, but it's not Ashley. It's uh. better than Ashley. Oh. Because <laughs> uh, Dr. Larstein, uh with the Extension Service, uh, Texas A&M, right. see, Texas A&M, AgriLife, Cooperative extension, extension yeah. or something. Well, like. Yeah, yeah, all of that. <laughs> yeah. But anyway, it's uh, easy to remember when you 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 got snarky about it and said, <laughs> "Yeah, we ain't that cooperative." I don't know why they put us. <laughs> well, they originally left out Texas on it, ah! and I, I, one of our new administrators said, "No, we're putting Texas back in." 
Yeah. Heck yeah. Yeah. But anyway, getting to the spinach. Uh, Dr. Stein worked very closely with the spinach producers uh, in uh, out west toward uh, uh, La Prior and Uvalde and in that area. And he always gets seed mm-hmm. of the new hybrids, new hybrid varieties, which they've tested and are good producers and good growers. And multi-disease uh, resistant. So uh, he always gets seed to the uh, transplant growers. So the, uh, these are not Ashley, but they're better than Ashley. And we will not change, t- change the name to something else because every time we do, we can't get to find the seed of oh. that variety. I remember D. Emery, she... Uh, she loved uh, the original spinach that we put on the market, uh, and uh, we couldn't we couldn't get the seed for years. And then uh, our buddy uh, Passmore uh, grew. I told him he couldn't do grow the seed around here, harvest seed, and uh, and he did it. He brought me a a pound of seed uh, fallen uh, when, when it matured. But uh, uh, so spinach is much more changeable as far as the varieties are concerned than even tomatoes. So, uh, but this this spinach, uh, as you can see, it's vigorously growing and it's multi-disease resistant, and uh, it'll do well for you in your garden. And you had the, I'm sure you mentioned this, Jerry, but. If you're used to growing Swiss chard and kale, oh, yeah. it, the spinach does not produce as much no. foliage. Well, it's slow, yeah. Yeah. So you, uh, you know, like I've got a number of plants here. <laughs> you know, typical typical four or five person family will e- easily eat the the spinach that's produced from twelve or fourteen plants. Yeah, especially especially while it's getting started. Of course, the nice thing about home gardeners. Uh, is that uh, they can go out and pick individual leaves for their salad and leave the plant growing. Commercially, uh, they cut the whole plant down and let it regrow. They get two or three cuttings off of it. Yeah, if you you don't take more than one-third of the foliage off, they'll last the long season. Oh, yeah, all the way through the spring. Yeah. Till the boat. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. I'm sure you do that, Milton, right? What? You raise a bunch of those healthy greens. and. Nah, my kale is not doing anything. I need to really? fertilize it. It's just sitting there. That's the good news. Why? <laughs> Did you fertilize it? I need to do some Osmocote or something. Well, no. It's in a container. It's in a container. Oh, yeah. miracle grow water oh, miracle grow is easy. Okay, I'll do that. Now, now the Osmocote. I've had great luck in those uh, plastic containers and just using Osmocote. Uh, and uh, they. Yeah, we Greens? Need... For green? Yeah, well, yeah. For, uh, okay. Especially for peppers and tomatoes. Probably. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because it's a three, especially while the weather's cool, when the weather's cool, it's a three to four month release. Oh. Yeah, now, you get 50% of it when you first put the Osmocote on there. require 
constant feeding of with nitrogen. Okay. Slow, I mean, rapid release nitrogen. You're uh, you're right though. On ra- in the raised bed gardens, uh, nineteen five nine slow release. If you're pretty generous with it at the beginning, like we <laughs> we talk about uh, preparing the bed with uh, ten uh, ten cups per hundred square feet of bed, and that that's a lot of nitrogen that's released at the beginning, and it also you know lasts for three or four months. But that's why we also mention on this show and on the articles that it's an ongoing the ongoing. Uh, Process, process yeah. too. Even yeah. though so, some of the greens don't last for for what more than four months or so, five months. Right, but, right. But you can't uh, with the slow release lawn fertilizer. It's pretty efficient too. Oh and, yeah. And this is going to be a wonderful week. Um, actually, tonight is the lowest temperature we're going to have at 46 but then it's 73 tomorrow 52 for the low 77 for monday 58 for the low the high is 58 on tuesday 61 is the low so it's warming up no oh. rain no one percent or two percent of rain. i don't see any percent of rain not even a half percent <laughs> maybe you have to have a cloud in the sky before yeah probably those clouds probably help with <laughs> paul paul cox's porter weed does not let that forty, even that forty-five. No, degree. it doesn't. <laughs> well, you, you, you can kind of, you can see it react to forty degree. It prefers those uh, hot days. S- yeah, well, and like yeah. Sev- seventy, even seventy at night. And, yeah, yeah, but uh, but the tomatoes are probably loving this. I mean, they'll set every bloom that that's on that. The okra is going strong too. Yeah. But you got to be careful with oh, as far as maturity is concerned, because the pods are expanding slower rather than faster, so it gets mature and hard. It gets t- tough. Yeah, quicker, tough huh? quicker. Because it looks. So they you look, take it smaller. They look, they look great. Yeah. yeah, you take it smaller. You know it's against the law to have that okra still. Okay. Because of the cotton. Yeah, cotton weevils. Yeah. No. Because huh. they overwinter in the roots of the plants, so like cotton and oak. So you you're know, supposed to pull them up before a certain time? You shred them down, yeah. Well, they generally ignore the okra, but when we did a <laughs> we did a demonstration, I don't even remember why we were doing this, Jerry, but the, the, color, the different colors of cotton. Yeah. We had planted them and then... And it, was, it was nice. I mean, the, the colors are nice. Yeah. But we got we got kind of a half serious heck for uh, being still having the the plants out there in the in the garden. You mean somebody complained? Yeah. Maybe, well, maybe well I think what, I think it was uh, I think it was one of the ag agents. One of the yeah. Yeah. And and they were just kind of I, I could just see this inside them. You know, <laughs> they, we fought to protect that. Cotton and it should be <laughs> chopped up and yeah. buried, but then this is a wonderful educational opportunity here. <laughs> that's a that's the same situation we ran into with sweet potatoes, and I was thinking of that last weekend as I was walking out. Beautiful baskets of that uh, uh, yellow sweet potato vine. Yeah, with vink uh, uh, with uh, marigolds. You're not supposed to have was, that either? It was killer. It was a killer. 
Yeah. But the sweet potato plant vine uh, sh- shouldn't be so. Uh, you know, we were going to make it a Texas superstar. Greg Grant said <laughs> in our meeting, he said, this is the coming game, sweet potato vine, different colors. And, of course, we didn't. Some of our audience didn't listen to it. And uh, he was right, 100%. But uh, because, of, because of the sweet potato weevil, basically, legally, in Texas, you, if you produce a, a sweet potato plant uh, north of San Antonio, you can't sell it south of San Antonio. Oh, that's interesting. Hey, we got to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 930 AM, The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 930 AM, The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening. South Texas on 9.30 a.m. The Answer, and we are broadcasting live from Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery at 1604 on Boulevardy Road with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. I'm Milton Glick, and tell us what's going on in your gardening world. What do you need help with? What are you concerned about? Do you have, like, those sweet potato weevils? Are you worried about that? You no. should be. Oh, <laughs> they, okay. they won't know they have them until they dig their sweet potato. Oh, okay. Then there's little white larvae in do we within want, the sweet potato. Do we want tomato reports? Um, we could. I'm. I'm. I kind of more interested in the, the winter garden seed report because we're waiting for. We're waiting for the kind of the border when we the soil is cool enough that okay we we start getting the carrots to germinate yeah. and the beets and and our Crawford lettuce and things like that. If you want something to germinate, plant t- uh, radishes. Yeah, they're up. A lot of, a lot oh, of turnips, sir. Yeah, <laughs> mm-hmm. a lot of people plant radish seed with their uh, slow remo- slow uh, germinating seed, so the radish seed would come up first and break the soil crust and make it easier for the slow germinating plants to come. Plus, up. yeah, you can harvest in three weeks, four weeks. Yeah, if you if you want to eat them, you can harvest them pretty quick. But you don't have to. It's not against the law. Uh, man. I what was going to tell you guys about uh, Jerry's uh, English sparrows. Uh-oh. <laughs> they're he got that sweeping, pain. I they're know it. sweeping through. The, they're, they're kind of fun to watch. I, I was cutting some of the, the killed branches from the freeze still. Yeah, there, yeah. And I made these little brush piles. They're only about... A uh, foot and a half tall, <laughs> and the English sparrows are just—they come in about twenty at a time, and they disappear into these little teeny brush, <laughs> and then they're off to the the bird bird feeders. But it's it's like they're a uh, what the hiding in there? That's a blind. Yeah, they're, it's almost <laughs> like they're having fun, you know. 
Uh, well, I appreciate you doing that. Sweeping, the sweeping into the feeders. And I knew he'd come around. Mm, I, uh, <laughs> I just don't, ha- I don't have any interest in uh, repelling them. But, uh, <laughs> but, I, but uh, they're they're only benefiting because I am ha- interested <laughs> in having all the migrating birds that no, we're talking no. about come through and and get at the and the insect eaters that are eating. Uh, uh, all of our uh, what's that fat called the suet suet yeah uh-huh. yeah you get the woodpeckers and uh, wa- even warblers will come and eat that suet I don't say sparrows will eat suet will they yeah they will yeah. they'll hang upside down like the little finches do yeah or they'll they they'll they'll they'll, they'll hang upside down too but they'll, <laughs> they're everywhere they're on top of it on the side of it and yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Forrest Appleton used to have one of those sit right outside his window where he worked in his computer. And I said, Forrest, don't you feel sorry for those birds hanging upside down eating at that? No, you don't you know that they're dizzy and <laughs> need some help to to go get upright. But they'd love to I guess they just hang upside down and eat. But that's funny to watch those. Those are fun to watch. The only ones that have a lot of trouble with that is the yeah, doves. The what? Oh, the doves. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, 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 if they do that, they go... <laughs> <laughs> I imagine the, the woodpeckers, they eat that suet, don't they? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they... But they, and, I and they can hang upside down. They... They can, they do, but they're they're kind of bossy. They chase everything. They, <laughs> they pick the spot they want and chase everything else. That's big. Uh, they're big enough. Front. They're big enough to boss those uh, uh, wrens around, you know. So. But anyway, that's it. But uh, just like we're we're having fun talking about those, all the birds that are out there now, and you can get the insect eaters, the seed eaters. Uh, even the berry eaters uh, are coming into bird feeders, and uh, so it's a, it's it's kind of worth it, worth it to go over there to to uh, wild wild bird uh, yeah wild birds unlimited wild birds unlimited and uh, see what they've got they've got some pretty exciting and one the, of the, the the flavors are what kill me <laughs> you say well. I'm just going to go in and buy some suet. No. Oh, hell no. no. They've got citrus flavor, yeah. strawberry flavor, <laughs> every kind of flavor. Well, the Makes only, me want to eat one. Eat well, the, the only flavor the I get now is pepper flavored. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, the yeah. squirrel, get the because squirrel. to resist the squirrels. I'm and telling squir- you, those squirrels are going to get used to that pepper. They're Texas squirrels. They don't seem to be, but they, <laughs> they uh, try to... F- they kind of watch and figure out when the when seed falls out of the feeders. Yeah, that's true. They're they're pretty resourceful. <laughs> my uh, since my little dog died, my uh, uh, miniature Schnauzer, which I love dearly, uh, since he's passed away, we had a lot of his food left. So we we Jeremy, my son, who won't kill a roach or whatever. Uh, put the dog bowls out, and, and he's filling the dog bowls up with uh, our dog food on the patio. For what? Huh? For what animal? 
every cat in the neighborhood. Cats eat dog food? Oh, oh yeah. Hell yes. Oh. Raccoons. Yeah. yeah Opossums. Possums. Skunks. Yeah. Skunks, yeah. We, we saw a possum. We saw a little possums first came. Po- and then po- the the one came the other day that was so big he scared us. Yeah. I mean, Possums just will. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they'll come right up to your front door if there's seed there, their food there. <laughs> and the most beautiful skunk. You've ever seen. Aww. And last night, uh, Jeremy said he saw the skunk and the possum eating out of the same bowl. Oh, yeah, the skunks uh, we saw <laughs> when we lived in uh, Monta Vista and had a uh, a um, pier and beam home. The skunks would get under it, and yeah. people would feed cats. And you drive through and <laughs> see the skunks and the and the cats living in harmony together, eating from the same go. bowl. They're beautiful skunks. Yeah. Yeah, the problem is that those skunks, when they get under your house, they're... Yeah. Uh, no, we got a skunk in our neighborhood that keeps going off. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Yes, sir, what's going on, Trace? I don't know. I heard skunk, and I was thinking, who's eating eggs? No. <laughs> uh, Never mind. Bad joke. Bad joke. Yes, uh uh, uh, what's his name over there? Jerry was saying that <laughs> they're feeding their uh, dog food to the wild animals. <laughs> in the, in the and he saw a beautiful skunk. And I was just eating together with a possum. They were dancing on the patio together. Well, you know who's cringing? And, and uh, the pa- pest control guy. Uh, Warren Remy. Warren, yeah, he's yeah. Got, like, if you don't want them, stop feeding them. Uh, <laughs> Well, we, we like to watch them on the patio. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It can lead to issues. <laughs> I have a feeling Jerry's got his own pest control method if he gets tired of them. <laughs> yeah, I, to, I told Jeremy the other night, I said, now, thanks for this, Trace. Thanks. It's going to be peppy like pew, 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 <laughs> pew. <laughs> Thanksgiving's coming up. <laughs> and we've been feeding the possum, so we know what they've been eating. Yeah, dog food. So anytime he well, w- I, he wants me to thin the herd, so to speak. Well, remind us not we aren't going to Jerry's for no, we're not going to Jerry's for a possum. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't taste like turkey. Oh no, it's uh. possum. Mm-hmm. Well, the four legs versus two would be your first. Yeah, that's clue, right. right. That would be a clue. I can't remember. Does it taste like it tastes like pork? Doesn't it? Yeah, like yeah. chicken. I just had a, <laughs> I just had one of those. Um, McRib sandwiches. Oh, there oh you they're go. very good. It could be possible. They taste like pork. Yeah, they are pork. Oh, okay. <laughs> That's why they taste like it. Okay. Yeah, I missed the McRib. I got a deal. One. It's I back. Got, I know it is, but I can't have any more. I got I a deal. Well, actually, might. <laughs> Can you? Meat. I got yeah, it. but they put the sauce on. The oh, sauce is what get, makes it good. Sauceless. Ah, what's the point? <laughs> There's no I, point. I remind, I remind me to take a picture of some avocado sauce for you. Oh, Ooh, okay. I got a deal for Trace here. Uh-oh, Trace. Run. It's what not we, too what late. What do we misspell? Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what do I misspell? You? Stop it. <laughs> Just get, get to your point. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, last, I think it was last last weekend, uh, he had, and still does have mixed annuals on sale. Yes. Great for fall color. Choose from Lobelia, Sun Patient, Calendula, spelled correctly, and Celosa, misspelled. But anyway, uh, the, quart, the quart pot regularly five ninety nine. 
is on sale for four eighty-eight singular, or two for eighty dollars. So the st- two for eighty, two for eight. Oh yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> he said, "Boy, we really did screw that." One. <laughs> uh, stock was added to that, just so you know. Oh, was it? Yes. Okay, I thought you'd. Take and it. we've got a new one coming next week. Ooh, a new stock? No, a new plant. Yes. What's that? Uh, maybe I don't want to tell you yet. Oh <laughs> man! All right, so you don't have to tell us. You can yeah, give us a hint. Darian, don't believe me when I say it. It is a trailing snapdragon. Ooh, how All interesting! Right. <laughs> All right. That's kind of cool. Normally when you think that, you think, okay, well, the plant just fell over and it's <laughs> given that look. But yeah. these, are, these are actually uh, cultivated trailing snapdragons. Huh. Well, that would be easier to cover because they, they take a pretty hard, uh, hard freeze. But, uh, well, in most cases, you don't need to cover it. Huh? Most, most winters, you don't even need to cover it. Oh, well. Mine's from my, in the planting bed outside survived snowmageddon. <laughs> they, they, they looked horrible for a couple of weeks, but they they came back to life. <laughs> okay, just to die in a day, but they still die. I always think those snapdragons find a way to take a break <laughs> in uh, December or January. Yeah, it doesn't matter what but the, it, the weather is. Anyway, cool. we were fussing last weekend about sun patient. We, yeah, I don't remember fussing men, about nothing. Correct. Okay. I, I don't remember fussing. I remember <laughs> discussing them. Yes. <laughs> oh, we're discussing. Uh, your opinion was different than mine. Is that correct? Is that the um, way to put it? That could happen. I've more seen than you my think. opinion be different than yours. Oh, okay. Okay. I participated uh, in my, my opinion being different <laughs> than yours. So anyway, so I, everybody I read, in the I, whole world. Yeah. I, <laughs> I did the write-up. I did the. Uh, I researched uh, the write-up on Sun Patient. Okay. And uh, is he going to admit he's wrong, or is he going to? I brought those. I brought those in. Rarely, I brought those in, those write-ups, and come to find out, they're the perfect plant. I mean, they even say the deer and the rabbits won't eat. We didn't get any reports of anybody. You know know what I? And you know what we got from him when we talked about it? What? (laughs) (laughs) That's what we got. (laughs) Yep. Okay, Uh, I was right again. That may be coming. That's the same description no, just, of Prairie Buffalo. Right. <laughs> What's yeah. that? He just said he's right. Uh, I'm confused. Yeah. He said yeah. he's yeah. wrong. He's, now he's, he's setting right. you up. Oh, okay. But anyway, I, I asked myself, and I talked to y'all. I said, why would we made that a Texas superstar? If it's a perfect plant, like, like they're saying, grow in the sun, all that kind of deer won't eat it. That's a perfect plan. Yeah, you're stringing us along here. And my old yeah. mama said, if something's perfect, be careful. Oh, okay. And then as I looked on the Internet, I found that uh, the originator of that cicada seed had spent probably over a million dollars promoting that plant. So... Uh, so I decided to get in touch with a, a guy named Brent Pemberton, mm-hmm. and he is the uh, uh, operator or the uh, narrator of the Texas Superstar plants. And for years, he's had uh, extensive plant trials. So I wrote Brent and said, uh, what do you know about this uh, uh, sun patient? 
and nice he was very nice and wrote me back and uh your reputation did not precede you. <laughs> he, no, Brent's known him forever. And yeah. he said, yes. He still writes him? Yeah. He yeah. said, hi, Jerry. Said, I think he's out of the state now. <laughs> said, yes, I've had them for many years. In general, they do very well, but they are definitely not full-sun plants in Overton, Texas, which is cooler than here. Okay. I've seen I trial them in the field on the 30% saran shade with my other shade crops and by other shade crops he's talking about uh, other impatient I have have had pretty good luck with them if they are in the demonstration garden where they only get a few hours of morning sun but all day sun in the field does them in every does them in, in every time kills them Never had trouble with animals on them because he doesn't have animals in his field. Of course, when you have ornamental sweet potatoes for the deer to graze, they will forget everything, forsake everything else. The best colors I've had recently are vigorous shell pink, even still standing when crown rot has taken the others around them down. So they're not resistant to crown rot. Compact or- orchid bush. Uh, it has a heavy bloom all summer long. And compact rose glow. I have to say that the new colors keep, keep getting better for heat. And do you have any luck with them down there? So there's he's saying... They put them in full sun like they're claiming that you can do. They will die here in San Antonio. And if you put them in partial shade, just like all impatience, on a 30% shade, maybe morning sun, afternoon shade, they will live. So, Milton, next March, remind me to prove this wrong. No. All right. <laughs> so I'm going to we'll put some in a couple of these whiskey barrels. <laughs> okay. Uh, orange specifically, because I know that that one tends to take it even better than okay. all the others. Good. And uh, then we'll bring it up in August. I've had, okay. I've had them for many years. How many years have you had them? Uh, we don't care. One or two years? Yeah. That's well, a, this one is, or two years that we've planted them. This is, a San, Antonio, this is a San Antonio experiment. Uh, He's had where them some, for many years. Someplace chilly in Texas. And uh, stuff. Uh-huh. All right. All hey, right. we we got to take a quick break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308. I'll remind you. Okay. 8867. <laughs> and remind they are in the table in the full sun right now. Oh, are they? Yeah. Oh, good. Okay. 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Another turning point, a fork stuck in the road. Time grabs you by the rest, directs you where to go. So make the best of this test and don't ask why. It's not a question, but a lesson learned in time. It's something unpredictable, but in the end is right. I hope you had the time of your life.
take the photographs and still friends in your mind Hanging on a shelf in good health and good time Tattoos and memories and it's getting on trial And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 AM The Answer. We're playing time songs today because of the daylight savings. Time. Okay. Uh, 210-308-8867. Again, I want to remind you again about Deck and Patio Care by Barry Hagendorf. Uh, you can go to his website, deckandpatiocare.com, where you'll see when Barry says it really can look new again, it really can look new again. Uh, from deck sealing and cleaning to repair and construction and uh, he'll come treat uh, fence treatment and more. Barry will give you a free estimate and come out and evaluate your situation. He loves talking about this stuff. So, And he, he also will deal with uh, porches and sidewalks and things that you want to look rustic, right? Some of, some of them, the design well, he is does pebble stone. No, he doesn't do this, the cement stuff. Is that what you're no, talking No, about? I mean, the, what, there's a lot of uh, wood situations where people want them to look rustic. Oh, because they're stained? They're stained yeah. to look rustic? Yeah, I'm sure Barry can do that. And he he's probably one of those guys that would uh, discuss it yeah. with you and find the best route. No, he will discuss it with you. Barry loves talking about this stuff. So you can give him a call and find out more, 210-822-9147, or check him out online, deckandpatiocare.com. But, yeah, give him a day. Give him a call and ask him about all that and the free estimates and all the good stuff they do. 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. So Trace is kind of quiet today, but uh, what kind of <laughs> questions are you getting in the nursery? Is still grass? Uh, still funguses. Really? And stuff on grass. What's huh. di- what's digging in my yard? Oh. Uh-oh. Well, they're going for the few grubs and earthworms that are in there. So it's uh, okay. armadillas and stuff yeah. like that. And they're good for Thanksgiving. Oh, that possum on the half shit. He won't touch a vegetable, but he's having possum, <laughs> armadillo. <laughs> Well, we'll have to look through that list. Of that, we, need to, we need to get the armadillos to eat kale. That might be the only way we get <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah, that, 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 they'd be safe. Armadillos, if you're out there listening, <laughs> eat some kale. Eat some kale. You'll be okay. <laughs> I got Lisa Jerry's house. I got excited uh, at the end reading all the information at on the uh, sales items this year. Mm-hmm. And I uh, try, uh, went all the way to the back. And I found the information on Saturday, December the 4th. Mm-hmm. Coming up. Tr- Melbourne Traditional Christmas Open House. Yeah. And uh, it's got, if you want to read more about it, uh, like I said, it's on the sale item. Yeah, com. Yeah. And uh, they list all the things. <laughs> all, all the things that they have, going to have. Mm-hmm. I mean, let me see, because that sounds like somebody misprinted again. All right. Okay, I'll give the number while Trace peruses, <laughs> 210-308-8867. Or, Trace, you want to just tell us what they'll have? I hate to, I hate to bring that up. 210-308-8867. So some of this is not real. What? Uh, yeah. Oh, no. Where did you find this? <laughs> it's the bottom of the... Sale item on the internet, okay. which is a I get to it from. Oh, he's killing me! Yeah. Well, Trace, tell us what is happening. <laughs> All right, we are. We found a Santa. All right. So uh, we, we were tra- traumatized for a little while. We didn't uh. think we were going to have Santa, but we're going to have Santa on that day from twelve to two. We're going to mm-hmm. do the train from twelve to two. 
Okay. Milton could have been to Santa. I could have been to Santa. <laughs> I, I want the kids to be happy, uh, not yeah. leaving crying. Oh, oh quit it. Had you ever seen the Grinch? Mama, put back the kill. And <laughs> 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 hey, you go instead of giving them uh, candy canes, That's you'll right. give them a piece of kale. The kids. That's right. Yeah. You know when our boy when our boy came in here, he seemed happy. Now he talks from like he's from Tennessee and wants to eat possum. <laughs> I'm not got a complaint. All right, so uh, we'll, have, we won't talk about it now. I let's have, let's wait and, and get all get the right information. I have play, I have been Santa before. I'm, I was Santa once and ended up laughing like Elvis. Uh, <laughs> it was weird. I laughed and then a. Uh, so what do you want, little girl? Yeah, uh-huh. <laughs> and, and Trash, guess who furnished the Santa suit? Wexler? Wexler. Oh. Uh, George Wexler had a Santa. He was Santa. I remember that. He had a Santa suit. How many times were you asked back? <laughs> well, yeah, huh? I figured that I could really be obscene if I was ahead in that Santa uh, suit. Uh-huh. But so for some reason, I walked in the door, yeah. said ho, 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 and everybody near as me. Oh, okay. So I couldn't do anything obscene. Okay. Kind of ruined my deal. We were meeting out at uh, uh, Marion in that hall they have out there. Huh. I don't know if it burned or not. But anyway. It burned down when you were Santa? <laughs> what did you do? Not while I was in there. Oh, okay. But <laughs> anyway, uh, Trace has ruined my Christmas. No, he just ruined he, he ruined. He's going to fix it. Let me see. All right, 210-308. What other questions are you getting? So we, uh, you're, we're getting fungus questions here at the nursery. Y'all want to address that? <laughs> yeah. And... Uh, Oh, you want to know what questions? I bet they're getting questions on weeds, too. Oh, are the weeds coming up? I see them in people's... Yeah. I think you saying they were dollar weed or Dallas weed, the ones that are the real thin stock with all the little things on it. Just, But they're only that big? Yeah, they're only about a foot and a half, two foot tall. Oh, no, yeah, that's... That's not that's them? A different, that's a, okay, I'll take a picture and bring it to you. I see them all over the neighborhood, so I'm guessing... Either some one person had them or birds are doing them or something. Do you have any advice for people who have fungus issues? I'm full of it, my wife says. Uh-huh. So, but most people don't realize when, they, when they're talking about grass funguses, it's inherent in the St. Augustine. Okay. So it's pretty much always there. It's just the right weather pattern and, and things that, that instigate the, the problem exponentially growing. Well, yeah, and that, I mean, that's... Basically, we we should probably be saying every time we talk about our grasses here, this is not the easiest place to grow grass. We don't we we don't San Augustine grass is not a natural ha- happening here. So most people think the fun, uh, you spray a fungicide, you're fixed. Yeah. And all you're really doing is I would I would call it a suppressant. Yeah. You're suppressing the problem until something in the pattern that it needs changes so funguses require warm days cool nights and excess moisture and a host okay well, you got the host so eventually we'll have cold days and cold nights mm-hmm. and eventually that'll... there won't be rain so when one of the one or two of those things of the the uh, triangle goes away then the fungus can't spread so you're, you're suppressing the problem until that happens uh, so one application isn't going to cut it. Even the bags and bottles all talk about two applications, and mm. they're, they're different. Most of them are like 14 or 21 days later treating. 
Uh, let's see what else. Uh, I'm still a firm believer in uh, sphagnum peat. Mm-hmm. So if you have a reoccurring area, instead of using compost in that area, like you're supposed to do for spring and fall, I would use the sphagnum peat. So if there were a fungal issue, it would uh, fungus can't grow where it's acidic. So it's a temporary fix for a long-term problem. But if you do it every year, lessen your chances. Yeah, and and uh, there's a, there's also the benefit to the the it doesn't it act so as a compost? It does. It's okay. a moisture retention is quite quite high. Okay. And do you know what grass doesn't get fungus? Zero. Floratine. Nut, nut grass. Floratine. Never seen brown patch on it. Never seen. Uh, they've, they've separated the uh, the problem. Uh, I mean the the uh, pathogen that does a take all patch on St. Augustine, but it doesn't. It's not uh, doesn't show it. Interesting. Yeah, yeah it's, it's like uh, people that are positive on the COVID test but don't have any symptoms. Right. Right. Hmm. But yeah. You know who told me that uh, they never seen brown patch on on Floritan? Arthur Milberger's father, father, the one we have the grass named after. Hmm. No, the never seen it. FJ right, Select was FJ Select. I was, was keep wanting to say TJ Select. And, all and, his years. and I heard it was actually an offshoot of Floritan at one point. Oh, okay. <laughs> but anyway, well, it's hard to get. Floritan's hard to get. And it got hurt pretty good this last winter. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, right. that, that's been always been the, the issue. Of, but yeah, as the Floritam reputation improved and and, they, and it did well, people wanted to further north, further north. Yeah. And, yeah. and the big freeze comes. And <laughs> All right, we have John on the line at 210-308-8867. John? Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. Hang on, Sharon, you're up next. What's going on, John? Well, uh, yes, since y'all were talking about that, uh, there's a third uh, uh, subject I'd like to talk about. But uh, I have never, ever had brown patch and uh, uh, Tynarpian grass. I've lived here 61 years. I have never had uh, brown patch. That's good. You probably don't water very much or fertilize very much. I try not to water. I, uh, the grass is on its own in the summertime, and it yeah. always comes back when it rains. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of the way I do it. Yeah. And but, uh, uh, I, I, go ahead. Yeah, I said, cause talking about the floor time freezing, my floor time I'm frozen back in 40 years. That's because yeah, it's in it's in San Antonio. Yeah, in the front yard. Yeah. yeah. What's your other question there, John? Well, uh, I, I'm starting to cough now. Uh, <laughs> I uh, I have uh, crabgrass. I'm trying to uh, anyway. Uh, I'm I'm through raising crabgrass, and I'm getting ready to raise uh, henbits now. So, uh, so, so I, I've had a terrific season with crabgrass, and uh, I always have a real good season with henbits come uh, November and December. And uh, so, I just that was just comments I wanted to make. Now, something else I want to I want to make a comment, and then and then uh, tell you what I don't know. Okay. Uh, I had I had three rain barrels, and what I do with the mosquitoes since I'm too lazy to put. Uh, 
uh, wire over the uh, screen wire over the top of it. I just leave that leave them open because I like to dip the, the water out. And uh, so, as soon as I see mosquitoes, uh, uh, pupas are starting to uh, work because uh, I think it takes them from four to ten days to develop to an adult. I'm not sure about that, but I think it, that's what their uh, their gestation time time is. But uh, uh, so once I see them wiggle tails, I take the uh, BT. Uh, I have the donuts and I pound them up into a powder, and so I pour a little of that powder in there. And within hours, they start to die. Within hours. Now, my question is, and might this might be more from Molly than y'all, but my question is, does the mosquitoes still lay their eggs in that water? Probably. There's a much cheaper way for you to do this, though. So. Um, there's a we we use dormant oil, so we have we have whiskey barrels that we have to keep water in or they fall apart. So we put a cap full of dormant oil on there. It creates a sheen across the top. So if a mosquito lights on it, then he gets heavy and he sinks. Hmm. And if there were any larvae in there when they come to the top to breathe, they get heavy and they sink. Um, we do that every couple of weeks, and we we don't have an issue, and it's safe. Yeah, well, it works. Oil with even oil. works. Cooking, Will it work with orange oil? oil? Works more expensive. Uh, I, I, theoretically, any oil, but uh, yeah. the, the dormant oil is relatively safe to even go put on plants. Stable, like, very stable. Uh, orange oil, to an extent, would be, but you know, if you had too high of a concentrate, it'd be a problem. We at times we used to use neem. We put that across the top too. <laughs> oh, and this electrical. Oh. I'm watering your plant. Yeah, you're watering the water, watering the stevia. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I, think I don't I think, think we're it's okay. gonna. We're, we're not gonna blow up. I don't. No, think. we're okay. Sorry, we had a. Jerry had an accident. Well, I'm coughing, so I get. I better get off the line. So I do okay. thank you a lot. It sounds like Thanks. a good idea. Uh-huh. Good okay. discussion. Good questions. Sharon is on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Sharon, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How can we help you? Uh, I have an orange tree that made it through the winter, and uh, or the, yeah, this last winter. But it has limbs from the very bottom all the way up. Can I cut some of the bottom limbs off and hurt it, or will it? Is it wrong kind of to do that? Does it have thorns? Yeah, the ones from the bottom. I think so. You think so? Yeah, I'm not out there, but yeah, I think it has thorns. it has thorns all over it. Yeah, do all all of the branches, all of the deals have thorns on them? All the sprouts? But I he's, believe he's so. Trying, yeah. He's trying to yeah. make sure you don't don't cut off the if there's a rootstock top and then, then there's regular good top. He doesn't no, want to cut. No, it's all it's all good top. It's all good top. It's well, if you got stuff coming from the ground, that, that's not the case. Well, they're, they're not coming from the roots. They're coming from the from the tree itself. But I just okay, want to cut the like uh, up from a uh, from the ground up about a foot, so I can just get the weeds and stuff out of there. 
Okay. If they ha- if they have if they all of the sprouts have thorns, the tree is a sour orange. It's not your original orange tree. You don't think so? Uh, no, okay. it's not. But okay. uh, if you want to prove it to yourself, <laughs> you can cut those bottom limbs off as much as you want to. Okay, it won't hurt. Okay. But if it's if it's got thorns, did you where'd you get your tree originally? Uh, from a friend. From a friend? Yeah. He, he had propagated he, it. Oh, from a cutting. I would or think so. Yes. Or seed. No, I think or from a cutting because cutting. I know I had the grapefruit too, and. Uh, and it's, uh, he knows where the mother plant for it is. Is he still yeah. around to ask him if it's grafted or not? I might be able to get a hold of him. Okay, so if it's if it's grafted, Jerry's right. If it if it if he grew it from a cutting or from a seed, then then uh, you got a chance of still having what well, you want. Okay, if it was grafted and but it's. The whole tree has limbs on it. What I'm telling. So the, the top, the top is still all good. Yeah. Then, so same same question. Find out if it's grafted. If it is grafted, then all that lower stuff has to come off. If okay. it's not grafted, then you can cut off whatever you want. Okay. I'll I'll see what I can find out. Good luck. Okay, Sharon. tell us what you learned. But it won't hurt it to cut it to cut those lower limbs off anyway. Right, right. Call, yeah. call us back in four or five years, and tell us if it's got good oranges on. If I'm still alive, I'll try to do that. <laughs> well, if it uh, well, now you have something to live for to call us back and tell us we were wrong. <laughs> if it it'll have oranges, it'll have oranges on it, yeah. just like just like yellow, regular pretty oranges, but uh, they'll be sour. Okay. All right. Well, we'll just have to wait and see that. <laughs> yeah, try, try to try to hold on, okay? Thank you, Sherry. Okay. See your doctor regularly. <laughs> Exercise. Wait. Follow none of Jerry's medical advice. <laughs> Eat plenty <Right>. of kale. <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> Thank you, guys. Thank you. Bye-bye, Sharon. All right, Bob is on the line at 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. Hi, Bob. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How you doing today? Good, how are you? Good, good. What's going on? They had an olive tree that uh, froze and died this past winter, and I've had it for quite a while, and it had just started producing last year some pretty good olive, had a pretty good crop of olives last year, and then it froze and died. And it's, uh, it's coming back from the root. It's got some sprouts coming up from the root. I'm wondering if they'll ever do any good. Yeah, I think they're uh, uh, most of olives are are rooted cuttings, and so uh, though that coming up from the ground should be uh, one produce you some of those wonderful olives that you can't hardly eat. Uh, but uh, in, in a if you couple, go through the brining in a couple of years. Maybe he likes to brine them. Now how do you how do you eat your olives? Well, I just got them last year. It was the first time I'd uh, and I had a friend that's uh, from 
from the Mideast, and he he made a concoction out of them huh. that, uh, that was pretty good. And, you didn't uh, eat any fresh, did you? I hope not. I tried, but uh, yeah, they you didn't they like that, that flavor. Break your tooth. Well, they weren't that good. No. So, so <laughs> you, you need to look up how to brine them so yeah. you can actually make good edible olives for martinis. Yeah, they yeah. make they make another type of tree called a plum, and uh, that you can eat right off the tree and. Uh, uh, Won't freeze back. He, he wants olives. He wants olives. He's got olives. So you can brine them. It's a big process, but you can you can make a lot of martinis. Well, it sounds like tree. his friend made a, made something good. But too. they don't have that little red thing in them. The well, pimento. He could, he could make that happen. You can yeah. make that happen. You have to have little fingers, but you can shove yeah. them in there. About the plum, you don't have to put uh, anything with it. Man, Bob, what <laughs> was your sago plum another, question? Another question about a sago. I had a, a two sagos. And uh, they got frozen, and I cut all the branches off, and they both came back looking good. And one of them just wilted again. The, lead, the leaves all just kind of drooped down, looking sick. The other one's looking great. But uh, I'm wondering if that uh, one that drooped down, if it's, if it's dying or if I need to just let it go until next uh, year. No. I think it's gone. As Milton says, I kiss never it goodbye. That. Never said that. But so so if it started looking sad in August, uh, a lot of times when we get this, especially this kind of cold, it causes damage to the trunks of everything. So once the once it gets warm, the plant can't move its right. nutrients and moisture up and down good enough to keep itself alive. So Tell just it, wa- watch it, and if it does die, I bet you get some babies up on the side. Tell, oh, okay. Tell, tell him, Milton. No, you tell him. You're the one that told that poor woman. She's <laughs> almost in tears. It's uh, it's still, it's well drained, right? You you didn't get soggy or anything like that. I'm nope, sorry, Bobby's you still need that? Did it get soggy? Yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, you it, don't, you, it looks like yeah, it's you, bringing up some sprouts right up in the middle, but they, they've been just sitting there for about two months. They haven't actually gotten very much. You know how they typically start uh, uh, leafing out at the, at the middle? Yeah. And yeah. They look like they're trying to do that, but it hasn't gone anywhere. Yeah, it'll, it'll take about a year or so to do that. Well, not all of them take that long. He's right, though. There's some of them that really... Just take off. Yeah, um, yeah. I've I've seen some though where people just kept watering and watering, trying to get them to respond. And if they're if they're not well drained, you know they're old and they've been stuffed. They, you know the root stuck uh, stu- stuck in the container. They stay soggy. That that's an issue too. So you want to be careful not to overwater them. Yeah. Should I cut the the droopy leaves off or leave them on? I, I'd, I'd leave them. I'd leave them. Yeah. On. The worst case scenario, they're still doing photosynthesis. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, and that that Alrighty, you well, might you, you might see much. the new s- sprouts. They might support that the, the new pups. All right. Well, that's what I, I always out. thought that any any green in it would uh, help, but uh, they're about about two feet tall, and it, you know. It was real nice when before it got frozen. Yeah, before you had to kiss it goodbye. 
They're, they're unpredictable. There's some of them that are just. We need to teach taking. Jerry a new line. <laughs> yeah. Did you have Did you have pictures of it when uh, it was so pretty? Bob, you don't have to go there. He's just setting you up. Yeah. Not not a good way to go, Bob. Nah. <laughs> Call done. All right. Thanks, Bob. You take care. All right. We're going to take a quick break. While we do, give us a call at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. We have more of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up on 930 AM. This is The Answer. South Texas again. Lots of musical reminders. Set your clocks back. We fall back and we spring forward. Is that the deal? Is that tonight? It's 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 it. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, That's tonight. It's, it's overnight, but yes, it's in the morning. It's two oh, in the yeah, morning. Yeah, yeah. And so as Calvin's suggesting, so fall is, back. Yeah. So you get a hour extra hour sleep. Yeah. And if you. Uh, well, I think most people wait until the morning and just change it. Yeah, uh, most it, people do. And I've seen some, some funny forget some funny things on yeah. uh, <laughs> yes. on the internet where it's like you know if your alarm clock just set it back shouldn't take you but a second. Stonehenge, they'll move the stones. Blah 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 blah. Your car radio, <laughs> give it up. Too complicated. Just wait another six months and it'll be right. <laughs> right. Well, I've really had a problem since my. Daughter lives so far away from me now. She used to, or when she'd come visit, she'd set everything yeah. Yeah. the way it should be. I, oh, that was I, sweet. I have to now. <laughs> now I have to get. Would have to get the uh, little book, guidebook. Out. Yeah. Uh huh. Or you, or you gamble. Or you just, just wait until it changes. Yeah, like wait six, six months. months and it changes again. Yeah, I, I kind of gamble. I start pressing things oh, and do you? and then I just do time. Yeah, I'll just press that and say, ah, it worked. Ha <laughs> ha. Or the stove blows up. I mean, one of the two is going to happen. Oh, if uh, one of the things that is in that same league is the uh, microwave, the, the, those automatic uh, computer. Like they 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 monitor your uh, the air in your tires and things like oh, that. Oh yeah. And so you have to oh, go to the, the car? dealer to get them to ch- change. Oh, it. are you sure? Just just ch- go on YouTube. You'll find out how to change it. <laughs> really? Now I'm telling you, just try it. Just try YouTube. Type in how to how to set your time on a and put whatever car you got, and I bet you can find out. Is it well? No, time is not a problem, but the. Changing those uh, automatic uh, controls like your tires. No, that I don't. Tires. Know. Yeah, no, tire, that. Tire pressure. Although, actually, I will bet that there's something on YouTube. But tell us what you find out, because right now James is on the line at 210 <laughs> Well, James will know. James may know. James, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? I just really don't know. <laughs> oh, oh, man. <laughs> Anyway, yeah, sure. Let us down, James. Thanks for admitting it, James. You did good. I don't. I just don't know. Sometimes more more today than other days. Hey, real quick, my wife gave me some because uh, she knows I'm moving to container gardening due to back and age and everything else. Um, she gave me some three tier four by four planters. They're like three steps up, and um, I just put the first one together. Together, I should say, and I want to put it on the south wall of my metal workshop. But I'm wondering if, because I'm limited where I could put this thing to get enough sun, 
is it going to be too hot up against that metal building? Is everything going to burn up, or do I need to look for an alternate site, which I'm going to be hard-pressed to do? Some things will. Not, yeah, not in the winter. Uh, from now nope. on, you can grow the coal crops in there. Yeah, but next summer, Yeah, what I'm worried uh, about. Yeah, you want to grow vegetables in there? or and Yeah, no, vegetables, only vegetables. Onions, that, well, in the fall, but I like to put a couple of tomatoes and, and maybe some green beans in the spring, stuff like that. I'm just yeah. worried it's going to reflect too much off that, huh. that It'll be metal a bit, wall. You have to experiment a little bit. Pepper okay. should I just know once I fill it with soil, I'm not going to be able to move it. Oh. Yeah, well, you can also put a shade cloth up on the oh. metal building. Up against the building, behind the yeah. planter? Yeah. Oh, flat on the wall? And that'll kind of like be a radiant-type yeah. barrier that'll, or something like stop that? The, that'll stop the heat of the reflection. Oh, the reflection. Okay, that's a good idea. Okay, well, then I'm going to give it a try. I appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Get, get the heaviest uh, shade, shade cloth? cloth you can get. Yeah. Okay, but I won't need that till the springtime, correct? The shade cloth? You're right, probably. right. Pro- probably May. Okay. Let, us know, let us know how it turns out, too, James. I will. That's a good idea. I didn't think of that. All right. Thank you. Uh, okay. You're welcome. Thank you, James. You take care. All right. Man, you're right. That, that reflection is the, mm-hmm. is the key there. Mm-hmm. Especially if it ha- we have one of our normal summers, which... 100 degrees. Yeah. yeah, 100 degrees. 25 days of 100 degrees. However, usually it doesn't get to be 100 degrees... Until the tomatoes about played out. So uh, August. Yeah. So right. anyway. Sorry, 210-308-8867. Still could probably sneak one question in if you call us real quick. Uh, I was looking at uh, Neil Spear's uh, newsletter today, mm-hmm. and it says, is it, is it too late to apply glyphosate herbicide at a roundup to kill grass and weeds? where I want to plant a vegetable garden next spring. And, of course, he, he answered, that was his question, and he answered, it's not too late, but don't put it off. That's true. No. <laughs> That's exactly the same answer I get. Yeah, because we, uh, uh, the, for, for glyphosate to work, it has to have uh, green, green foliage to be actively growing so it will uptake the product. He might be even more time sensitive up there in Dallas than it is. Oh yeah, because yeah. our, yeah, our Bermuda grass is still growing strong. Yeah, here. but if you if you got grass that you want, like Bermuda grass that you want to kill, you can use uh, that uh, post or uh, do it quick though. Yeah, those are, post is a slow killer compared to Lazay. And you, you look at look what that fella had. Oh, hey, all right. He's got the Laura Bush petunias. <laughs> he, does, he doesn't know what he has, but he... You don't think? Uh, he likes that plant. They sure pretty. Uh, when they're blooming, they're they're hard to resist. Yeah. All right. So, yeah, yeah. That's it. That's Good for it. you. Yeah, way to go. <laughs> yeah. We're glad you found them. We're glad you found them. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's a few left, maybe a flat, yeah, a little over flat. All right, we got to begin to wrap up. Oh, no. But to find out more about what's happening at Millburgers, go to millburgernursery.com, millburgernursery.com. And we're back here tomorrow. Don't forget to set your, your clocks back this evening. 
or tomorrow morning. And we'll talk about what trees not to plant. Uh-oh. On the answer. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.